Hello, Geekscapists. Welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast. I'm Jonathan London, your host. If this is your first Geekscape, well, you picked a good one to jump in on. This is Geekscape 666. This is uh, number 666 of the Geekscape feed. You might be like, wow, you've done 666 Geekscapes? Nope. It's sadder than that. We've done probably over a thousand Geekscapes. It's just between the dedicated specials to movies that we do sometimes. Sometimes we'll, we'll, we'll sit down on Geekscape. We'll talk about a specific movie or video game, or maybe I'll interview a, uh, a director or a actor or someone involved in comic books. Uh, sometimes those become dedicated episodes. Uh, those do not go in the numbering. Uh, and every now and then Jonathan throws some things out of the numbering in order to land episode 666 with two close friends who'll be joining him next week at San Diego Comic-Con. Matt Kelly and Derek Cranavelt are on the show to preview Comic-Con, which is next week, coming way fast down the pipe uh, for all of us. And uh, we're going to be there at booth 3919. If you're going to San Diego Comic-Con, please come hang out. Um, buy one of our brand new shirts. Buy one of our old shirts. Go buy one of the Horror Movie Night shirts from Matt Kelly. Uh, we got Tons of people signing at the booth, appearing at the booth. We have a panel. We have all sorts of cool stuff going on in San Diego next week. If you're there, you can come be a part of it. Uh, if you're not, you can still be a part of it by listening to this podcast and maybe some of the other podcasts on the Geekscape Network. we got a couple uh, that are going to be there. Uh, I know this one is. We're going to record that that panel that I'm moderating. It's a bunch of showrunners talking about adapting um, comic books to tv and film we've got some awesome ones chris black i think he was on the show talking about the cinemax adaptation of outcast the robert kirkman book uh he's now one of the co-showrunners of godzilla that is coming to apple tv he's on the the uh panel 70k smith she's working on the adaptation of um laura olympus uh that's a young adult novel i believe and uh she also has worked on a few things uh and she is going to be on the panel along with our good friends burke um uh sharpless and um, i totally messed that up yeah no burke sharpless and and matt sazama who uh did the latest netflix lost in space but also when we're talking about adaptation to film and tv uh, they did Morbius and the upcoming Madam Web. Uh, and I don't know. I mean, they can maybe tell you or not tell you how involved they were and what ended up on screen, but they definitely are the credited writers on those so far. Uh, so it's going to be a lot of fun and we, we just are going to have a blast. I know that when people come to sign at the booth or appear at the booth, I might pull them aside and do a little bit of a mini Geekscape episode interview and that stuff will show up here on the feed. So the best way to come to Comic-Con with us is to subscribe to this show and uh, just hang out as we record. Uh, the, the days following, we'll be recording that. We'll be re- uh, releasing that stuff. And uh, damn, I'm already tired. We haven't even set foot in San Diego yet. So uh, let's start the show. Uh, let's preview some Comic Con. Let's hang out with Matt and Derek. Shane isn't able to make it. I, uh, in the solicitation for this episode, invited Shane. Told you Shane was going to be here. Shane texted me that he's on the freeway in Alaska. And uh, he's stuck in traffic. There's an accident. So I hope everybody is all well there. Uh, Shane is good. But um, maybe he drops in by the end of it. Maybe he doesn't. But you're here. So let's get things going.
All right, Geekscapers, welcome to Geekscape 666. Every time I say 666, I think I'm going to have to say it like that. And we're previewing Comic-Con. Um, it's in a week. Matt and Derek are flying into Los Angeles to help me count shirts, put the booth stuff together, cram it into a van, and drive it down to San Diego and set it all up for those of you who are going to be there. And uh, those of you who aren't, you're in the right spot. Subscribing to the Geekscape podcast because everything we, we record in the booth, all the friends who come and visit us, the panels, everything we experience, uh, we are going to put on this feed and share with you. So uh, let's start that right now. I actually think that I'm going to record one more thing before. In the it's something somewhere crammed in the booth or is crammed in this feed is going to be a, a Neil LeBute conversation, which I'm doing next week. Um, I was supposed to invite uh, Neil LeBute wanted to come on the show Thursday and I couldn't make it work. And so we went back and forth and finally it was like, okay, well, the movie comes out next week. It's a home invasion kind of cool horror movie. I definitely want to see it. Maybe I'll wait for Matt and Derek to see it with me. And they weren't going to say no. Neil wanted to come on the show because we had Neil on the show last year and we had a blast. We got along great and I loved having him on the show. So um, I think we're going to end up re- Matt. <laughs> Matt's in the waiting in the wings to come on the podcast. Matt, I think we're going to record that <laughs> conversation from the, the hotel room Wednesday at like 11 and then put it up on the feed when it's appropriate, whenever the movie's out or this and that. But just let you know, Matt, one of the podcasts that we're, inter- that we're recording in San Diego is our good friend, Neil Abute, um, who's made some, some pretty awesome movies, uh, mean movies. They're, I call them mean movies, like in the company of men and stuff like that. But, uh, they're all pretty well written and I love talking to Neil. So that's coming for you guys. So you're going to get like all this SCCC content. And then you're like, Oh, Neil Abute. Hi. Hi, Neil. How are you? Uh, but it's all good. All right. Here's Matt. Here's Derek. We're getting ready for, uh, Comic-Con. I'll be seeing their faces in less than a week in person. And this is the Geekscape 666 Comic-Con preview. Um, guys, here we are again. Another year under our belts. I can't believe it's I, here. Uh, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, so wait, John, you're you saying... You sound excited. <laughs> <laughs> I've been uh, sick. This is pretty great. It might have been, been very sick, but um, it's good because if I'm sick now, I can't be sick at Comic-Con. That's just that's, that's how it works for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt, you've gotten tested, It's like right? some double Jeopardy yeah. thing, right? Uh, but yeah, you're going to do Geekscape 666, the number of the geek, and then we're going to be in your house and you don't want to do Geekscape 667, the neighbor of the geek, while we're in the same building as you. Not a bad idea. <laughs> Not a bad idea. We all huddle together around a microphone and a Ouija board. Yes. And we do an episode while we watch Neil Abute's movie. And then we talk to Neil like two days later. Perfect. Steven Snyder uh, hit me up on, he's watching on LinkedIn. He's like, oh, I'm going to get that LinkedIn, send out some resumes, watch some Geeks game. He says, I'll check out the podcast for sure. Thank you for your awesomeness. Jonathan, uh, maybe you're, you're referring to last week's episode, Stephen, because I got a lot of comments. Uh, speaking of uh, witchcraft, devil worship, and all that, Jonathan G. Nelson, who was the DM who who did Rise of the Drow and did this Rulk Mork uh, book, the last episode we talked all the things D and D, and afterwards Jonathan was like, 
why wasn't this episode 666? It was all about Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I loved talking Dungeons and Dragons with him. It was great. Um, so maybe that's what you're you need to bring the unholy Trinity in for episode 666. There's talk <laughs> and geeks gave us, uh, hit me up at Jonathan and geekscape.net if you're interested in this stuff, but Jonathan G Nelson, I'm differentiating because clearly that's my name. Uh, Jonathan said, uh, Jonathan G said he wanted to do some one-off, um, like campaigns with at least me and I would always invite Matt and Derek, maybe Shane to join us uh, and do those. Is that's something you guys would be interested in is listening to Jonathan, who's like a really great DM do these one-off um, adventures and, and maybe put the audio out on the feed or something. He has like a Goonies themed sort of like eighties throwback game that he's uh, testing right now. And, and he wants to do, maybe do some online play testing and it's, I mean, I don't know. I've never really listened to a, like an audio RPG podcast thing where people are playing through a campaign together. Is that something the geeks gave us to be interested in? Should it be its own dedicated podcast? I don't know. Like I'm taking notes on this stuff. Opinions. It's a I mean, poll. I'm not sure if you're asking us or the audience, but I say yes. <laughs> a little bit of both. A little bit of both. I think I think it'll be good. I mean, Adventure Zone's pretty popular. I don't mm-hmm. see why not. <laughs> Logan Pop, who came to us uh, from Horror Movie Night, he's from your neck of the woods, Matt Kelly. He yeah. says, I want to see some horror <laughs> RPG podcast. All right, maybe we can work on something like that. Uh, the truth is, like, Geekscape's spreading like a weed. Uh, I'm in just... conversations with two more podcasts to add to the network. No, I, I feel like thing. every day I get an email that, from <laughs> Megaphone that's like, a new podcast has been approved. And I'm like, how? I was about how to say. could there possibly be more? <laughs> We host all of our podcasts with Megaphone, that's Spotify's podcast hosting service, and, uh, and they've been great. Uh, but Derek, Matt, and I are, are all like uh, editors, authors on that account. And every time Matt approves a new podcast and adds it to our roster, we get emails that are like, your podcast's been approved, and now we can start putting ads on it and putting it out on the feeds. Uh, it doesn't ever say specifically what that podcast is. Just that I knew podcast. Know. And Matt <laughs> never runs them past me. Matt's never like, hey, I'm thinking about starting this Doritos in my, Look, in my podcast. defense... In my defense, the last like seven have all just been binge town TV spinoff podcasts. Yeah. And the binge town guys are doing great. I love the numbers they're doing, and I love Jim and the in the gang. I think binge town. If you want to deep dive on any of the stuff that's hot right now in TV, like Silo, that show, uh, go to binge town. They have dedicated podcasts for those shows, um, and I they're love it. But every right now, now and then I see doing... podcasts, and I'm like, what the heck is that? Yeah, I, I feel like yeah. whenever you go to upload an episode, not that I do it very often these days, but um, whenever you go to upload it, an episode, it feels like when you're doing like an age verification and every year you're just like, oh, I got to scroll so much further than I used to. Like <laughs> you just have to like scroll and scroll and scroll to get down to your podcast these days. It's, well, it's a good problem yeah. to have. I was going to say, that's a problem that only us and maybe Jim from Bingetown have. Everybody else only sees. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah. (laughs) If you're a podcaster on the network, you only see your podcast and can only augment your podcast. We see all of them. And I just keep thinking, holy crap, we have a lot of podcasts. That being said, (laughs) Logan's back and says the Geekscape Podcast Network is one of the better ones out there so thank you Logan like we're adding to it all the time uh and at Comic-Con I think that we you know there's there are a lot of people that Matt talks to and a lot of people that come by the booth and we're always welcome to talk to people about new podcasts whatever their geekdom is we don't we don't gatekeep with that stuff there's always stuff we're looking for I'd love a Spanish language geek podcast I think we can always have some enthusiastic uh female-centric podcasts or something I mean there's so many 
amazing voices out there. Um, it can't just be mine. Like I'm, I really love that the Geekscape flagship podcast is like not nowhere near the top podcast on the network anymore. And that is so awesome that we've given a platform to so many people to go and, and put their voices out there. Um, Jim Pellegrinelli in New York says, Hey, if Geekscape wants to go full mazes and monsters, I'll gladly be your Tom Hanks. Uh, you remember that movie mazes and monsters It's from like early eighties. And it was, I think it was a TV movie. I'm in was, my basement and I can grab. Right <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. Mazes and monsters. <laughs> was like, copies. It was Tom Hanks. Like it was about friends who play D and D and Tom Hanks like detaches from reality and like always thinks he's in the game, but it, was, it wasn't a fantasy movie. It was like a drama. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that sounds kind of great. Actually, I grabbed it from VHSPS like a couple months ago. I haven't watched it yet, but I, I do have the, the bootleg of it. So. so we've been joking. I have a thread now with Ian and Justin and Christian Blatt and, um, and Garrett Briones. And we all did the flash podcast a few weeks ago. And regardless of what you think of that flash movie, I thought the flash podcast with the oh. five of us. <laughs> The Flash podcast was pretty good. Like we really, I think we did a pretty balanced conversation about The Flash, which is a movie that whatever you think of it, it's a pretty interesting movie. Ultimately, there's a lot to talk about with that Flash movie. Um, it was shocking. I think you could have done double the length of that episode, honestly. Like what, there were more. Well, there was just so <laughs> many points where I'm like, man. Like if I was on that podcast, I wouldn't have let us get less than twenty minutes. I, I smell a on flash the movie scene. discussion dedicated <laughs> like, podcast yeah. coming. Oh, the opening of that flash movie. <laughs> if you haven't watched the flash movie, you probably had no intention to. Um but it opens with a scene of the flash being stretched thin with his speed powers, and there's a scene with like there's an earthquake or something, or like some pipe bursts under the street, and a uh, there's like a collapsing hospital, and these babies start falling out the windows. Yeah, you know how we keep babies to... on the top floor of every hospital. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was surprised they weren't on the helicopter pad. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the window smashes, and these babies, and they're like like rolling little incubator cribs start like falling out the window and the flash has to like bounce between them and at one point he takes a baby and puts it for safety in a microwave <laughs> and and all I you know you hear these things about the flash movie and you hear like James Gunn and like the story about Tom Cruise having seen it and like one thinking it's brilliant like this these kind of like PR spin stories started coming out that were like <laughs> This is the best superhero movie ever made, man. And so as I'm watching it, and and this is ultimately a movie I liked. And the podcast is there for you folks if you want to go back in the feed and find that. Our man, that first hour is rough. But that first Of the movie hour, or the podcast? Uh, it, well, the podcast is only an hour, so the whole thing is rough. <laughs> but the the Flash movie, those that first hour of the Flash movie, I'm like, what, what are we talking about here with this? I was like, is this really the movie that they said was like the best superhero movie of all time? Because for my money, the best beat for beat superhero movie of all time, really, it's the first best superhero on, on film, period, is the opening 30 minutes, 20 minutes of Richard Donner's Superman, like where it's before he becomes Superman, like all that, all that stuff uh, the, on Krypton, all the stuff in Smallville, that stuff is perfect. It's perfect. Um, from there, maybe we go to Spider-Man I was say, I, I feel like obviously recency bias, but I the genuinely Flash. think, yeah, the Flash. No, 
I mean, I think that the entire Spider Verse trilogy has the potential to just be the greatest trilogy of all yeah, time. But yeah, oh like, yeah, man. Like yeah, like Spider up there for sure. There's for beat perfect movies. No other <laughs> comic book movies aside from the the two of those have I like left the theater and just like seriously been like I need to like go home and read comics like right now as like, an adult but when i was a kid i watched oh, the sure first, sure yeah first ninja turtle foam rubber movie i was like it's pretty badass i want to get trained by a rat i'm pretty excited for the new yeah TV the new turtles, turtles movie hell, yeah, we amazing. Are. <laughs> hell yeah we are i'm excited about that for sure what i like is that the fans are like was he blowing neil black yeah was he blowing neil black they didn't know that like kevin eastman former geekscape guest based April O'Neil on his wife at the time during the 80s, who was black. The original <laughs> April O'Neil in the black and white comics, black, black. So I'm stoked about the new one. And uh, those racists can go F themselves. It's the same, it's the same people that hated uh, the Louise Guzman casting for Gomez Adams. And it's like, have you ever looked at an Adams family <laughs> drawing? His like, name ever? is Gomez, bro. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Gomez. <laughs> All right, like, show me the white dude whose name is Gomez. Yeah, says the Latino whose name is London. But listen, <laughs> my, I'm only half my dad's side. You know, right? I'm, I'm white Tino. Is that a thing? It's not a thing. That's it can not a be. term. <laughs> we can create it. We can do anything over here. At the Geeks. We'll make it a podcast, guys. <laughs> the thing about Geekscape, and we can say it now with Geekscape six six six, is that. We weren't happy with the world, so we created our own little world to live in. This is Mason's. We're not happy movie. with that one either. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys before we get into the whole Comic Con thing. And Jim, Jim will get the last word on the Flash. He goes, "That Flash podcast was a bullet I never wanted to take for the Flash movie." <laughs> uh, and then Logan said, "Logan's back," and he says, "My three-year-old is obsessed with Spider-Man and Ninja Turtles, so I get to enjoy the childlike excitement all over again." Oh yeah, that's great. I'd love that's yeah, yeah. very cool, Logan, that you get to be excited and then have it magnified with sharing that stuff with your kid. Um, this is episode 666, right? Because I manipulated the numbering. Um, like, what are the darkest times on Geekscape? Like, Derek, you've been a part of Geekscape since Geekdrome before Geekscape. Matt, you've been a, a member of Geekscape since episode like four or five, yeah, four whatever. Or I had. Five. Yeah, um, both of you. 2015 2016 or 2005 2006 the percentage of your life that that's been uh well yeah we can do the math but like we're at seven 16 17 years yeah. of geekscape we're almost this is almost half my life mm-hmm. that we've been doing geekscape um what do like what were the dark moments on the podcast because we're not talking about divorces and things like that <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can't not address the fact that there was definitely a rough patch while that was happening. Uh, but oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, on the show, it got dark. Um, it, it did, didn't it, Matt? Like, Because yeah. the thing is, like, I had... I I couldn't see it from my own perspective that things were... I mean, I, I knew things were bad. I did not feel good. Yeah. I was going through a crisis. You know, that was rough. But y'all saw me go through, for real, a midlife crisis and all that stuff on the podcast and go through a divorce, go through a reset of my life and all this stuff. And well, we it's, do- it's documented. It's, time it's, too. it's in the, the happy ending in real time. Y'all were there. Y'all, yeah. y'all yeah. happy ending kills himself on the podcast. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's not 
over, but you definitely <laughs> that chapter like nothing ended. <laughs> There's no yeah. ending, but but you definitely saw. I mean, y'all were there for for the wedding in 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 October and the marriage to Heidi, and yeah, I'm just so happy and all this stuff. And so it's great. But like we've gone through ups and downs on Geekscape and we've gone through different networks that we've been a part of and we have had different partnerships. The show has been through different formats. Our network has been through different things. We've had different partnerships. What were some of like the darkest or moments just to celebrate the fact that this episode, yeah. episode like what are some of the darkest moments of the podcast Derek, or the network? I, I don't know about you, but I think that there's, there's definitely eras of, Geekscape where there was like the hard reset and like we changed what Geekscape was and usually yeah. the episodes leading right up to that point <laughs> were well, well talk, talk to me about that like like what was like, what is you think about because right when we stopped the first time we stopped doing video and then it was going to become a fully audio podcast I think part of that was you were just like burnt out on editing burnt, burnt out on editing videos right. that was, was mini like, DV Matt yeah oh, God. we were recording on a XL1 or some kind of, not an XL1, those were yeah. older, but we were recording on some video mini DV, and then I would take it, I would bring it into Premiere or Final Cut maybe at the time, add titles, edit it, put it on video, but not even put it on YouTube. Yeah. Put it on an M4V on the on the on this very RSS feed. Yeah. And so you right. could download it on a video iPod you didn't even use anymore. Yeah, fucking <laughs> pointless. Yeah, we were like, "Why are we doing this?" And that's yeah. and then you changed up the format for audio for a while, and that was like a lot of fun. The very first audio exclusive episode was you with Scott Kloppenstein. Yeah, you played a bunch of songs. You started that episode. I still have the audio of the start of that episode. Uh, you know, this I do. You, you <laughs> and Sam Weller just dunking on the Nerdist Network at the time. <laughs> They're friends, but. <laughs> My you know. one of my favorite lines is, "Do you want to watch me eat this box for money?" <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I mean, also like I didn't love the call-in radio show era. Of Toad Hop, Geekscape. yeah, Toad Hop. Toad was, I don't have very fond memories of Toad Hop. I, I was going to bring up the Toad Hop stuff too. I feel like the one thing that I think. Because if I remember correctly, like Toad Hop was the first time in a long time that video was brought back in any capacity. Is that yeah. right? And yeah, so they had a streaming site. And yeah, yeah, it was here in L.A. There's a yeah, we went. I've, we here went in L.A. To the there's a radio, for... their morning radio, uh, Heidi and Frank. And it was Frank oh, yes, from yes. Heidi and Frank's network, Toad Hop. And Frank wanted the show over there. So we did those episodes over on Toad Hop. And mm -hmm. there's an actual episode missing on the feed. It is the only episode I do not have a copy of. It was pulled when we went to, we started hosting our stuff on SoundCloud. It was pulled because it had remnants of a song on there that was, that SoundCloud's mm. algorithm pulled. And so it never left, it never made the transition from Toad Hop when we, when we migrated everything to SoundCloud. It never migrated over because it was one that got blipped and I didn't have a copy of it. It was an episode with Gray Drake as a, as a guest. She's been back on the show since, but um that episode i did not have a backup of the mp3 mm. i didn't have a backup of anything as you said like dark time as i was leaving that toad hop network i was like man this show got sliced to pieces by these ad breaks and the call-ins and 
Yeah, there was yeah, the Collins, I, and then the I was going to say the thing that I did yeah. appreciate from that is I think it gave us as an audience, but also like hopefully for you creating it, like it gave us a taste of video again, which I don't know that we ever would have really jumped back into necessarily. And I like as as up and down as the episodes could be, loved the video aspect of it, and loved like seeing you and the guests again, and then. Like like this now, like doing the, the the StreamYard thing. I don't always have an opportunity to watch it live, but whenever I do, like it's just so much. It's just a much different experience, and it feels even if you're just watching but commenting or whatever, like it feels much more like you feel much more connected um, than than just getting to listen to the audio. So as dark as Toad Hop could have been, I appreciated. I think it gave us a taste of that that ultimately yeah. maybe led to this. I love doing the video show and I love mm. doing the StreamYard show because I, I control it. Because again, we did video again later with that other network yep. that I forgot. And I forgot the name of the network. But my biggest memory of that network is when Heidi was my guest one time, the head of that network, who's like this 50 some odd year old, like ex sunset strip rocker guy, was like, Hey, that redhead that you had in here on your show, uh, <laughs> pretty good looking. Uh, pass her my number. And I was like, bro, your microwave fucking Velveeta cheese skin. Like, like the dude had, had so much, you know, those dudes on like Sunset Strip. Yeah. yeah. I did. Yeah. I was watching that Muppets Mayhem, Matt, and there's a Tommy Lee cameo. And he looks wrecked. Like all the Sunset <laughs> Rocker dudes. Like, I'm like, oh, but he was like that. He was like, he was like, his face is all stretchy. He's like, hey, that uh, redhead he had in the studio is pretty good looking now. Pass her my number. I was like, "What the fuck? Fuck no! I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not giving it. You know." Um, but uh, this video right here, and what I like about it is, like, we talked about the numbers on Geekscape on the network over on Megaphone, and I've for a long time been like, Jonathan, the podcast MP3, the podcast audio podcast numbers would be way better if you didn't cannibalize it with the video, and if people didn't already watch it live or watch it on twitch or facebook or wherever the heck they watch this thing. linkedin i guess uh where they watch these thing if you weren't you weren't spreading it across a bunch of different watering holes the actual in the all they had was the mp3 those numbers would be way better i don't care yeah because i like the video i'm gonna say something that's a weird thing to say but as dark as the entire like covid years were for like america as a whole the whole the globe the globe um Oh, we're talking Probably. about America here, <clears throat> but Come on. yeah, you don't even count in this, Derek. But uh, I, I do think that that's probably some of my fondest Geekscape memories was like we were finding any excuse to hop on StreamYard as many nights <laughs> a week. I still just, am. Like, I yeah. still am. <laughs> but, you know, like there was even like a I think it was like a 10 week experiment where we did like Wednesday nights was a horror movie night live mm-hmm. stream. And that's like where we kind of started to work with Robert Bacon and that brought like the 91 donkey lane stuff in and like we just started like dabbling in all this other stuff and that's when we started doing the Christmas live streams and the blood drive live streams Mm. and I I feel like post COVID you hear all these stories about like you know this thing happened and everybody was working from home and like you talk about like the companies were like oh we brought us together and then you know now like things are back to normal and like everyone's kind of gone their separate ways but I think that that was like the biggest push to make the network an actual network. You know what I mean? Cause we did stuff like those live streams when we really, really needed it. 
and everyone became familiar with everybody mm -hmm. from like working together on that stuff. If anything, and, I think yeah. Matt, and this is a big ask for you, and uh, we in Geek Savers, we are planning another holiday live stream this yes. year. Yes, yes. And you're gonna get the whole network. I uh, we got to find excuses to do that. The the network crossover type stuff. And put people's faces on the stream yards yeah. and this and that. We got to find better ways to do that uh, throughout the year, whether or not it's tied with the charity or not. But uh, I think these, uh, I mean, Logan said it best here on Facebook. He says, these streams are definitely more personal feeling connection wise. It makes people like me love the network more. Well, we love you too, Logan. Um, and then he says, also, a lot of you guys and your shows help me get through and still actually get, get through a lot of depression. And depression is real. Depression is something yeah. that a lot of geeks maybe found refuge in their the geek media or whatever they like maybe they found that storytelling escape because of depression i know myself for sure like loneliness depression being a geek wasn't easy back in uh, elementary school middle school high school never easy uh and and this stuff was always there for you it's your constant right yeah. so um, you just can't gatekeep that stuff. You know, mm -hmm. I'm, the next thing that happens sometimes. I, I will I, say that I think the the Christmas stream this year, where I'm working on trying to get, like Santa, last year, I think one of the big get. Well, like the yes, we can try to get, get Santa, Santa for sure. Okay. Um, but like last year, one of our big gets Santa was with getting muscles. Weedis, uh, like Weedis to play was like super cool. You got Weedis like to, to play. Have, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> I'm trying to get a couple more cool ones. Blink uh, too. Probably not blink. But maybe nine days, or maybe bowling for soup. Like okay, people that I've worked with that I can reach out to. I'm, I'm we try will to the, the the holiday stream geekscapers. <laughs> I'm saying now will only go forward if we have Green Day. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> uh, Logan says Five Iron Frenzy. I mean, it's more real of a possibility this year than it was last year yeah because matt matt loves that band more than any other um how crazy was it that last week on the podcast i mentioned mr t experience and the guest was like i love mr t experience that, <laughs> i was like whoa this is gonna be a good me, episode uh john i don't even know if i've told you i i don't think i've publicly talked about this you don't wear pants uh, when you're recording. never um <laughs> <laughs> no so so we're doing weird algorithm and weird algorithm has a finite amount of episodes that we can do right because like, at a certain point, number of, a pretty big number though right like yeah. we're at almost the halfway point really and and matt and i have been talking about how much fun we've been having and we're like well what's the next show like when we finish weird algorithm what's the next one and the idea that i've pitched is green data where we work through mm. the entire Green Day discography and rank it. So, John, I mean, you will be a. Uh... I only host. <laughs> I'm only hosting Geekscape. I'm free. <laughs> I'm free to host a, a, a Green Day podcast with you guys. What if What if you kept the Weird Al one alive and you just started again? Yeah, just started and like see if, if see if things have changed with all podcast. the knowledge you have now. Yeah. What if you uh, I mean, that feed will always be alive because as soon as he puts out anything new, we're going to have to be the first to report on it, obviously. Because you're doing every Green Day song. I think that's the goal. Yeah, okay. in like 2024, 25. But yeah, that's the goal. There's a, there's a <laughs> TikTok I follow only because they're covering every Green Day song, including like, like some of the songs that never ended up on an, on any of the mm -hmm. albums, any of the official, just like demos that they found some crazy ass demos and they're doing covers of them. And I'm like in love with that TikTok. I, I, I'll find out who it is, but um, 
I think they're in Maine or something. Like, the pop punk <laughs> band in like Maine or something. And I'm like, oh, dude, this rips and, and it's yeah. really good. The first uh, one that we right. talked about was actually Weedus, or <clears throat> not Weedus. Oh, uh, we talked about doing. Are you, sick? Are you still that sick, dude? Should you be coming to Comic Con? I'll be fine. Uh, so we were talking about doing Weezer, and then we found out, A, that uh, there's already a podcast called What's With These Homies Talking About Weezer mm. uh, that just reviews the albums, not song by song. But Amateurs. also, also yeah. the I, I was like, man, the idea of trying to just rank favorite songs from the Blue Album and Pinkerton in a order would be enough to give me anxiety. So I, I got it right here. I do it. <laughs> right. Number one, it's out of left field, but I'm going to say Butterfly. Really? Number two, yes. <laughs> Number two is gonna no. I'm kidding. <laughs> we could, uh, but it's kind of, a, but like, if but I said butterfly, and I'm holding to it. You know, See, it was my a dark moment. Would be a perfect situation, but oh yes, Derek, when, when we when we didn't right now, get to this go see, be a dark moment on Geekscape when we didn't get to go see Green Day together at Comic Con 2020 because they were supposed right. they were playing at Petco they were playing Hell at Petco that weekend to yeah, that we were gonna get summer. tickets. Oh, that would have been so good. And I yeah, didn't. I forgot and, about that. And then we ended up, Heidi and I ended up seeing them later here in Dodger Stadium, but it would have been Heidi and you guys and everybody that, mm-hmm. that summer. Damn. Way to depress me. That Sorry. being said, we're going to make some memories. Jimmy Eat World's week. playing this here on Friday. If you guys want to go see Jimmy Eat World. Uh, Jim Pagarelli says, what the F? No, number one, my name is Jonas. Yeah, no, that's the cool thing about discussion. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, Pinkerton for me is just a superior album to the Blue Album. And I love Rick Ocasek and I love the Blue Album and I love all that stuff. Um, but I can listen to Pinkerton a lot more than I can listen to the Blue Album. And so the number one is going to come off of that. Pinkerton album. It is Butterfly my favorite Weezer song. You'll be surprised to hear my favorite Weezer song isn't from either of those first two albums. <sighs> it's the Africa cover. Uh, not what is, doesn't, doesn't what call is your favorite. Now I'm curious because I said mine. It's perfect situation. That's your favorite Weezer song, period? Yeah, off of Make Believe. I love that song. I don't know. I think it might be on you guys are gonna kill me. It might be on OK Human. Or oh. it might it might even be end of a game? I don't know, guys. Like, okay, know. humans, phenomenal. Okay, like, that's a guys, phenomenal I know. album. And I got to tell you, <laughs> I have all the um, all the seasons on vinyl. Like, I they were great. I mean, all that stuff. Okay, Look, let's Weezer's, start on a, Weezer's on an upswing. That's all I'm going to say. If you've given up on Weezer, check out the last like four albums they put out. They're great. Yeah, you don't have. <laughs> I, I'm worried about people who are like kind of gave up on Weezer. You didn't have to. it's like it's like it's like people who are like okay you know what went to see them comic movies i was really into it and then after they beat thanos kind of gave up on comic book movies like you didn't have to give up on any of that stuff is it as good no some of the stuff isn't as good but that's pop culture kind of giving up on them star wars you don't have to do that you don't have to give up on star wars every now and then there's something that's pretty good in star wars i liked that last mandalorian finale i thought that kicked ass that was awesome uh you don't have to be doing this i kind of gave up on him man it just hurt too big to be a part of that anymore <laughs> I, I feel like that goes along with best the... were you in weezer that you were like <laughs> it hurt me thought about it a lot and i've decided uh it it goes along with the whole like this X thing ruined my childhood like discussion yeah. as well. Like oh my were... god, man! I gotta tell you, the prequels ruined my childhood. Yeah, John, look, you're saying a lot of things, but uh, how about father of all motherfuckers? 
I will pick several songs from Father of All. I okay. I know a lot like, of people shit on that. I think it's Gasolina that like I think yeah. Gasolina is a great album, like a great song. Like I think some of these songs yeah. are awesome in Father of All. We're talking about Green Day now. You're like I yeah. think there's several songs on there that are awesome. Okay. I wanted to confirm that because everyone shits on me for liking that album even a little bit. But Man, it's not their best, but dear lord. Many people shit on you. <laughs> the reason for it is theirs and they're alone. Yeah. Listen. But, that's not. But I've got a. I got a podcasting statue over there. So don't don't people. don't push me with Father of All. <laughs> don't push me with Father of All. Don't mess with me. You, you should put Lo- it. Logan's trying to get in some, the frame. Logan's here. trying to get some indie cred where he's like, "Her Plunk is my favorite album. Her Plunk was my first. Yeah, Insomniac. <laughs> not Insomniac, my favorite. Maybe. Insomniac's possibly. Um, Nimrod's Insomniac's. up there. Warning, underrated. Warning is huge underrated. Church on Sunday is one of the best songs they've done. Church on Sunday is a top five song for me. Oh, for sure. All right. We're talking about everything. (laughs) People are like, you guys going to be at Comic Con? I mean, the audience is, that, is like is, the listeners are like, yeah, this is 666 because I'm in fucking hell right now. Is that, is yeah, that it's, uh, like, it's like I gave up on Geekscape. <laughs> you didn't have to. We gave up on us. You didn't have to give up on us. <laughs> we, we clearly didn't give up on you. We're still doing podcasts for nobody. But I gave up on that Geekscape, man. Like, I can't be watching no more stars. It hurt too much. Yeah. Once, I mean, I'm not once sure I left the Toad Hop Network and I couldn't yeah. call in anymore. <laughs> I'm not sure you even reading the news, but it sounded like Geekscape might be the most senior company that shows up to Comic Con. <laughs> Did you hear where our panels in Hall H now? Hall is H, really? are you serious? No, it's not. Oh. Come on, guys. I mean, it could have been. Everyone's it's not that desolate. <laughs> but it's gonna be kind they're, of. Desolate. They're closed. Hall H is closed on Sunday as well. I've, they didn't have anything that, to put in it. No, no, exactly. Like major studios are skipping totally, Comic Con exactly. and the whole Hall like, thing, and it's not just the strike. I think financially, when you have a Flash movie that doesn't cross two hundred million <laughs> or two hundred fifty million, like after getting like seven hundred fifty million mm-hmm. or something like that, like poured into mm-hmm. it after P and A and all that stuff, like the last couple of Marvel movies aren't really doing what they used to. And same thing with DC and all this other stuff. That being said, Spider Verse did great. The Mario movie. Let's go outside of the comic books. The Mario movie is one of the top five yeah. highest ra- gross, grossing animated films of all time, and that's this year. So people who are like doomsaying pop culture movies at the box office, like you haven't been paying attention because Spider Verse mm-hmm. did big box office. Guardians three, big box office. Yeah, it's just these I'm, things are coming in sub, su- such subsequent speed to each other, where there's barely a weekend between them. Yeah, it's over. It's completely overwhelming. The failures like, are going to be resounding. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I'm I, I of my oh go ahead, Dark. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say like I love movies and I love going to the movies. And half the time, like in like a few years ago, it would be even to the point where I'm like, this movie looks like shit. Let's go watch it because there's nothing else to watch because I've seen everything. And it's like. I, I just feel like it, it's I, it's so hard to do that these days, both from an economic standpoint. Like I think people are having to choose um, one or the other more often than they might have before. But mm-hmm. it's just like I feel like there's an an overwhelming amount of like pretty average content coming out at yeah. this time, and that makes it hard to it, like it's not just I don't think it's sustainable for a viewer, but also like you know these giant huge budget 
movies that are like it's not just i think it's not it's not sustainable industry wise i'd like to see the return of the middle size movie i thought that what marvel did with their special presentation at halloween with the werewolf by night and supposedly they're doing it again with like some version of mephisto they're gonna do Mm -hmm. a a disney plus thing i think that stuff is promising uh we have a facebook user who i don't think is registered with Streamyard, so i'm only reading facebook user but they were like what do you think of how do you feel about wga pardon me, in SAG being in the wind with Comic-Con. And they said the strike is the thing. Last strike in 2007 didn't cause a ripple, but this is not 2007. Did you watch Spider-Man 3, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3? Because that that strike very much affected (laughs) Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3. Like the entire rewriting of Spider-Man 3. Remember Heroes? You Yeah, Heroes was canceled. Yeah, season here, season two. Like, yeah. Spider-Man 3 was not cleaned up on the script because they couldn't they couldn't touch yeah. it they weren't allowed to touch it and the script you got for spider-man 3 is the script you got and mm-hmm. you went from like writers like michael shabon being on spider-man 2 to like spider-man 3 which is really talented people working together they just racing the clock against release date and they were not allowed to put a rewrite in officially and get writers in to fix spider-man 3 mm-hmm. and the end of spider-man 3 um, getting put out yeah. So you know that like every year around the start of the year, I start researching like what anniversaries are coming up, like what what movies are about to celebrate 50 years or whatever, just so we have ideas if we want to do like YouTube videos about it or whatever. But the thing that I've noticed when I research that is like, I miss when maybe one to two movies came out each weekend. <laughs> like now we're also getting to this point where it's like, I don't they're really also- want to see see that much stuff and yet mm-hmm. they're still dropping seven or eight of them all on the, and they're also they're twice the length that they were back yeah, then like, like my favorite almost my fa- you got like extraction yeah. two and all these yeah. like action movies yeah. online my getting like, against like tom holland has a new movie on uh, that i've never heard about on streaming and it looks great yeah, yeah. or maybe it's a series with a man it's on a series on ftv plus but yeah. all this stuff looks great it's just like yeah. when are you going to be able to watch this stuff we went to see joyride this weekend that movie is awesome Joyride's hilarious. I heard nothing about I saw not I, a lot we of people the, in the theater. In this, in people should watch this. It was not awesome. Have fun with those bad yeah. decisions. Yeah. Um, you were like, oh, Insidious? It had three movies that told me that this wasn't worth watching a fourth, but I'll see it. Um, no offense, horror movie of night fans who <laughs> were like, oh, a new Insidious movie. Uh, <laughs> this one's a direct sequel to number two. Yeah. How's this one going to be different? It won't. Uh, but Joyride was a fun movie. Joyride was great. Joyride looks like a blast. You should yeah. definitely go see Joyride. Yeah, it was yeah. great. Um, it's a lot of fun, and it's was, a return of a raunchy comedy to theaters. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah, my my like my one of my favorite things these days is when I'm going to like buy tickets for something, and then I see like 97 minutes or something like that. Oh, like, that is how I decide love it. most yeah. of the movies I'll yeah. go see anymore. Like, like, the only reason it's the I point saw where... the Flash was because I wanted to listen to John's episode. <laughs> like... hey, 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 Warner Brothers, see, you can't get mad at me for the bad things I said. <laughs> that baby scene was tight. No, just watch that over and over. God, that opening baby. And wait till it's on Max, so I can just watch that scene. I, I was like, "What are people talking about? This is the best superhero movie <laughs> of all time." And Tom Cruise was right. He's catching babies in microwaves. Like this is, this is. You, so, guys, want, is you that... guys are doing this. <laughs> it was a crystal skull homage <laughs> i we have two unregistered people on our comments on facebook talking to each other and so i think they're the same person <laughs> and they're just like schizophrenic so it's like is joy joyride the remake of the hitcher 
they already with the re, the remake was the one with Sean Bean. Uh, the original had Roger Howard, and then somebody else is answering and being like, "No, it wasn't." They were the <laughs> person. Uh, Logan Pop says Evil Dead Rise was rad, but so fucking short. Speaking of runtime, I heard Evil Dead Rise was not good. Um, I but whatever, you all get your own opinion. Hard. Did you watch yeah. the Evil Dead Rise, Matt? It yeah. just didn't feel like it had the comic book humor that I wanted in an Evil Dead movie, so I skipped it. Don't mind Matt, me. Are you just... editing another podcast while you do? <laughs> no, no I was trying to find out who this Facebook user is because it's, it's one of them. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, who knows better? Okay. <laughs> I like I Steven. Um, <laughs> you did not like the the Evil Dead Rise. I didn't see it. I didn't. Again, it's, I, Matt, it's, on Ma- it's on Max now. You host the horror oh, movie night Max podcast. Oh, well, it's on Max now. It. Yeah. You okay, host the horror know. movie night podcast. You Listen, didn't see an man. Evil Dead film in theaters. So here's the thing. You're I got not a lot qualified? of podcasts. The it amount does. of times, the amount of like going to see a movie is like two podcasts I could be editing. <laughs> like between watching the movie and driving there and sitting through previews and everything. You could edit um, while the previews are on. Matt, people don't turn their phones off in the movies anymore. Just edit on your phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, but but of all the horror movies podcasts while you're watching it. Did you see the Insidious 4? Five. I've only ever seen the first Insidious movie. I was yeah, like, that's you, enough. You called it. <laughs> uh, the, the, I just thought that the Evil Dead Rise, everything I saw about it, uh, it just felt like um, an, a horror movie with the Evil Dead on it, like the Evil Dead title on it. But it, but for me, an Evil Dead movie has to have some level of yeah. the shtick. So so I am I am at this moment I'm about to literally parrot things that Kyle and Scott have said on horror movie night. Okay, because uh, again, they I haven't seen. They have seen it, yeah. Um, and they said that their understanding, they feel like the movie tries to propose this, is that there are three different Necronomicons. Oh, totally. That yes. produce different types of demons. So oh. the the Sam Raimi demons are more goofy. The Evil Dead 2013 are way more violent and malevolent. And then there's this demon from the newest one, which um, does from- what. <clears throat> I don't know. I haven't takes watched. Takes a shower. Takes a bath. <laughs> and what I can tell in the trailer. What I can tell in the trailer just hangs in a bathtub the whole time. Like this is like the ceramic demon. Like what is this? I, um, like the dirty demon. It's like I just like baths with blood. Like they just make jars like in ghosts. That was like the majority of the <laughs> ad I saw was like, "You want to see Evil Dead take place in a tub?" I'm like, no. <laughs> I want I want to see the deer on the fucking side of the. I want to see weird chainsaw stuff and like really goofy fun. I want to see comic book stuff. It won't like the hardcore torture. Like you want yeah. to see somebody get their eye poked out. Like I'll go see something else. Yeah. I think it's tough though. Cause like, like I don't have Like, I don't think I saw the old evil dead movies until after seeing the 2013 movie and like loving it. Um, and then I like watch, the tw- 2013. Yeah. Like t- the 2013, like it might be one of my, speaking like, of six, six, six. Yeah. yeah. Seriously. Like it's, uh, it's, it was a really memorable, like modern horror movie for me. And it made me interested in watching the rest of the series, which I then did and then loved for a completely different reason. But I, I don't know. I, I quite liked evil dead rise. I feel like it, there was like, it was almost over marketed and it was annoying because of that, because like, you know, they're like, Oh my God, there's this, cheese grater scene cheese grater scene it's gonna blow your mind it's gonna you're gonna be thrown up in the theater like all of this shit and then it's like it's like one second of like and then you're like what the fuck where's the rest of this movie uh <laughs> i came here for a cheese grater but um <laughs> I, the cheese grater is the one weapon i would bring into a, a kumite too <laughs> i like i i quite liked evil dead rise but i also see 
like like pe- people have complaints and they had to, had the same complaints for the 2013 one that it's not fun like the old yeah. evil dead movies are fun I, I it's not really fun it might as well be a different franchise i also <laughs> know that scott and kyle both uh had a, a perspective of they felt like it was really weird to have a film so much about motherhood written by an all-male writing staff. <laughs> they really um, get it <laughs> if like, anyone gets being a single mother written by jonah hill yeah <laughs> you, you guys heard about this yes. jonah hill thing yeah, yeah. oh boy have i ever. dude dude look found like a surfer girl on instagram or someplace online then like was like i want to meet you like started dating the surfer girl and then about faced and was like i gotta protect my boundaries you you can't be putting pictures of you in a bikini with other people like and or modeling on your social media. I have to protect myself and like my feeling, whatever. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. that's, that's like somebody that's like a Matt being like, Hey, I want to add this geek podcast all about like superhero movies to the podcast network. And then like, as soon as they join the network being like, Hey, you can't talk about capes yeah. <laughs> superheroes or like superpowers or anything like uh, we just we just got to protect what we do here at geekscape it's video games only all you can talk about is it's like dude jonah hill like what the fuck man could you be more of an insecure dude yeah. jonah you're a good dude you, like you, you don't have to be this way like you can go and make your movies and be cool and, and make fun stuff we all like your movies we think we, we're, we're down but like just let let the girl be who she was when she met you that's yeah that's yeah, right. thing. like, dude. <laughs> Logan yeah. Pop says, "I'm not surprised Jonah Hill ended up being a dick." I don't know, man. Like, I don't know any of these people, but I'm no. just saying, like, if you, if you, the person you go into the relationship with, you either grow together or that's it. You can't change that person. You definitely can't. Like, you can't start putting that crap on people, man. Like, it's like Matt Kelly. Me telling Matt Kelly, like, "Hey, you like Geekscape? Great. Start making podcasts that aren't geeky at all." <laughs> Yeah. No, what drew us together, Matt and I, in a bond that is indestructible, is that we love the same substandard pop culture stuff. I mean, we, it's great; it's great stuff, uh, and we want to celebrate it. And we love community building. And if one point, at one point, we were like, "Hey, man, let's do sports." It's just not our. That's not our thing, man. That's not what we're about. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. am trying to get a podcast about uh, <laughs> books, reading books. Books is pretty geeky, yeah, dude. I was like, like let's do I like that a lot. A Geekscape book club, it's actual it's prose. Some of the book, best huh? movies yeah. and TV shows are based on books. What's a book? Club? I thought, I thought you were going to say are based on book clubs, like the movie <laughs> guys, Book Club and the book club. You guys, did you guys go to the theater for that new book club movie? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, was like book club, the last chapter or something. I was too busy old. watching Eighty for Brady or whatever. It was called. <laughs> I uh, saw, when I left the movie theater and I saw the cardboard whatever in the middle of the theater for book club two i, I thought you were gonna thought, say when i left the movie theater the after thing? seeing book like, club two i was like that, what you won't go to like fucking no, evil dead the idea of that scares me more than evil dead rise yeah i, was, I saw that <laughs> evil I, dead read is what my, <laughs> my literal first first thought was like man i can't believe they've left this this book club standing up for 10 years <laughs> the idea that there was a sequel to that movie was like baffling to me guys we should make a movie called <laughs> evil dead read <laughs> That's all they're doing in every Evil Dead movie is opening a damn book and having it like fuck them up, yeah. um, guys. So we got to get back to this, okay? This is yeah. supposed to be a, a Comic Con preview episode. We've said jack shit about nothing's Comic-Con. happening at Comic Con this year, John. <laughs> I know, but that being said, we're <laughs> happening at Comic Con. We're gonna have fun. We have some people uh, signing at the booth. We have yeah, a I don't panel. Even know who's signing at our booth? Tell us, Matt. John. What are you looking? For? Well, we got a couple of people. Let me see if I can bring it up. But I know that 
recent guests like Tilly Bridges are going to be at the booth. If you enjoyed Sweet. them on the show, they're going to be there. Um, we've got Craig Rasmussen was another ex uh, guest. Our friend Alexander Raymond, who hasn't been on Keyscape in a long time, is coming yeah. on. Monster. Um, David Avaloni, who's writing the elect, he's if you're a horror movie night fan and you're an Elvira fan, like he's writing the Elvira comic book and he's going to be at the booth talking with those copies. And he's never actually been on the podcast. We've just been friends for a while. Yeah. And uh, so I was like, David, come sign at the booth. But yeah, we're we're still signing people up for the booth every day, and um, we're looking forward to it. Um, I think the best thing really is like just having friends there. Uh, we're going to be giving away so a lot of cool prizes and stuff. But I heard you, we can't just give them away. We have to yeah. have a challenge. What's the challenge, Matt? Uh, well, you know, we'll pit some people in a, a game of geek knowledge. There'll be some <laughs> questions. They can pitch Matt a new podcast. Yeah, if he, accepts me them, if he accepts the idea, they get one. Yeah, we're gonna run they out real fast. Show. The Facebook user, someone Facebook user, was like, "Dude, you did you actually watch eighty for Brady?" <laughs> oh no, <laughs> no, <laughs> that's like rooting for John Voice and John <laughs> and Varsity Blues. No, that's like rooting for John Voight. Period. Like right now, yeah. like John Voight has turned himself into such a Trumpy Dumpty. That's like, no, just just end it there. Just rooting for John yeah. Voight, not the same I... you do. I say it every year, but it's the honest truth. My favorite, my favorite part of Comic Con is after the, the convention floor factory. closes. Oh, I mean, Spaghetti Factory is definitely part of it. But like, even like Derek and I last year making the really dumb decision at like nine thirty at night <laughs> to DoorDash wings? twenty hot wings to our. Door. I think it was more than that. It was like it twenty was, or thirty no, wings. We ordered them at an appropriate time. By the time they got there, we like, like, I think Matt had been sleeping for an hour and I was just like up watching the app, like waiting for them to come. And it was like, I swear they came two and a half hours after we ordered them. They showed up at like midnight? Yeah, it was like, it must have been almost midnight, I think, when they showed up. It was late. I was very tired and I was like, I should not be eating barbecue wings (laughs) and then going right to bed. What am I thinking? (laughs) Well, our friend Bernie Bergman has some cool parties every night um i'll send you guys the rscp list for that stuff but there's parties i think wednesday night thursday night friday night i don't know about saturday but maybe but he's got this uh let me see if i can find it uh he's got this company Nerdbot that okay. does these sccc parties and um they're gonna be fun like it's gonna be uh some cool stuff but they've got all sorts of different um parties and uh i'll find that stuff geekscape so we'll share yeah. it on the geekscape socials See, because bernie is a good friend and he has some fun one of them's 80s like mario retro themed one of them they got all these different themes every night and all i know is that last year i went to one that had what was it? there was a theme for that one too and there were like live oh it was it was the guard it was the like the thor what was the most recent Thor movie? Right, the Rock. Love and Thunder. Oh, Love and Thunder. It was like a Love and Thunder theme party, and it was cool. Oh, they had uh, goats there, and there were goats there, and we had fun. And there were and the goats were there. You could pet the goats, and then I'm in this party, and I'm like, "Oh, right, this is cool. This is a fun party." Not, you know, it's getting a little late, and I turn around, and Casper and his wife Jenny and Peterson Doka and some of the people from uh, the the um, Salvage Marines that were signing at our booth the next day were all hanging out, and so I hung out there for another hour or two with them and uh his parties are always just fun and they always have like friends at them so i'm going to send you guys the rscp for that thing and uh i'll share some (laughs) of that stuff on the geekscape socials this will be fun derek do you remember i was thinking about this the other day and reminiscing about it with somebody 
Uh, there was the one year that we had a hotel that had a pool and hot tub on the roof. <laughs> yeah. And we decided to not go to any parties. We're like, let's just hang out in like the hot tub on the roof. And it was like, nobody was in there, but it was you, me, and this other guy. Are and you talking about that there was like the Hasbro guy or the Mattel he was guy? The Has- he was like yeah, one yeah. of the head guys from Hasbro. And I was thinking back to what he told us because he was like, oh, I'm here to, he was like, I'm here to show off some of the new Star Wars toys. And I think this was before Force Awakens came out. Yeah, it out. was, yeah. And we were like, oh, and he goes, I saw the movies to make <laughs> the toys. And we're like, how was it? And I was thinking about what he said to us because he goes, there's one character in that movie that's going to take this world by storm. And I didn't think about it until recently. I'm like, that motherfucker was talking about BB-8. He saw <laughs> BB-8 and was like, yo, we got to market this toy so quick. <laughs> like, all right. I got some info, guys. Here are the themes for these movies, for these parties, all right? All right. Matt, I'm only mentioning this real quick because I think one of them is going to be your your jam. Okay. Wednesday's party is called 8-Bit Legacy, and it's got the Mario lettering. That one's going to be like straight Ready Player One, 8-Bit Legacy. But Thursday night's party, Matt, is Nick at Nightclub. It is, and it has a slime-themed like Ooh. logo it looks like a nickelodeon it, Son, a 90s, to to a 80s 90s nickelodeon party <laughs> Son of the, a bitch. the friday one is monsters ball that one looks like a horror themed and then all week wednesday through friday they have a malibu dream lounge that looks like barbie themed but if you guys look for like ready player one on uh or a xle entertainment on 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 Eventbrite, it'll be on there, and I'll share this stuff on my socials because yeah. all the geeks keep socials because it'll be fun. There's some good stuff, and uh, yeah, yeah. Because we don't have parties. D to make us go uh, go out for some line dancing, so I guess we'll go Dude. to a party instead. I was <laughs> uh, seeing uh, uh, one of the shots from last year, and somebody was performing from the band from the Goof True from the Goofy movie <laughs> uh, the, nice. in full cosplay. So that looks kind of crazy, but yeah, these are always pretty geeky parties. These aren't like the entertainment weekly or the hollywood uh you know parties where everybody's kind of like industry these are full-on geek parties with yeah. fellow geeks and we're it's pretty fun we're down all right well geeks see if i stay us- up later than nine o'clock on most nights this year <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a challenge for me for sure um and the whole idea is that like I was like, oh, we can sleep on we can sleep in on Monday or so and then drive everything back or I can sleep in that week and take it off. But it, it, it sounds like uh, I'm going into production the week after. So <laughs> I gotta, I'm going from like that straight to like production. I'm like, oh, this sucks. I got a 430 a.m. flight home on Monday morning that I'm so excited. for. Dude, you're not going to sleep at all. You're going to go like you're going to stay up and then at 230 you're going to leave for the airport. That's pretty much what's going to happen. And it'll be OK. Isn't that what you did last year? Uh, basically i tried to go to bed (laughs) but those wings just took so long (laughs) yeah i was like if only these wings would show up all right (laughs) and i was like where's the water and (laughs) (laughs) guys i'm so waiting on my barbecue dip i forgot about that too you kept asking us to bring Derek kept asking us to bring the case of water back to the hotel room and you and I were always too exhausted to do it. And then he'd be like, Derek, it was only I had and then, water. And I was like, what? I was like, this guy can't get water. Like, how is it hard to get water? And then we found like out he has Derek, a giant bottle in the Derek room. Derek was taking like a specific medication that was like drying him out. And then I felt like the biggest piece of shit. Which because I'm still I was on, like, by the way. So I'm going to be really thirsty. And I was like, uh, what legit. is this guy's problem that he can't find water in San Diego, which is next to a bay? Like, why can't this dude find water? 
And then, or what, why can't he just like bring water up from the lobby or something? And yeah. then, then it was like, fuck you, Jonathan, I'm on medication. It's drying me out. And then we went upstairs and he looked like he was made out of salt. Yeah. And he was remember like, that scene, it's like yeah, you remember that scene in seven where they find yeah. the gluttony guy. <laughs> <laughs> I showed up and this dude, remember when like the white walkers fall apart? <laughs> they get stabbed. Like, like I just like, Derek, you're right. I just, I thought he was just like made out of, I thought he was made out of stone or salt when I saw him. It just his eyes were shifting, and I could barely hear the sound coming out like a whisper from a cave. It was like, pour water on my lips. <laughs> on Eric, my lips. Why, why do you keep coming to Comic-Con? Because like we, we dehydrated you. you one year. You almost got peed on another year. You almost that was Josh. Josh almost another got peed on another year. Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry, yeah. that was Josh. All Derek right. would have been like, it hydrates me. Please pee on me. <laughs> My lips. Please. Please. Jonathan wouldn't bring me water. Can you pee on me? <laughs> that wasn't allowed any. Oh, my God. We this like this is, some listener is going to be like, hey, can we hang out at Comic-Con? Sure. And next thing you know, they're going to be trying to pee on Derek. I thought this is what you wanted. <laughs> they took it out of context. Uh, I think Logan's like, it's terrible. Make anyone want to come to Comic Con? <laughs> <laughs> we're doing our part to keep the, po- the Comic Con population down, and we're failing miserably, like at everything else we do. Yeah. Um, Derek clearly comes to the free food. Yes, that's that's not true. That's just an added bonus. Is it, it, it just what the abuse? It, it just costs me so much more being from Canada to do the whole thing as a whole, and so you got to save where you can. Yeah. Derek, you know what's something else that bums me out about Comic-Con lately? The city of uh, San Diego has really ruined our ability to have a good scooter ride. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I rode a scooter last year. It was fun. Yeah, but they've been like turning it off in specific areas. So if you hit like certain areas of Comic-Con, you <laughs> climb into the bushes. <laughs> it really the ruins. wheels just lock. Check this out. I'm going to do a jump. I'm going to do a jump into the water. Oh, shit. <laughs> That first year, we were just like buzzing all oh, around. You could take everything. it anywhere. It was yes. amazing. Well, this is what we got to do: take them down the stairs of the convention center. Yeah. Or see if we can ramp one onto one of the boats that they're using for a party. Geeks gave us. What if we can get somebody to crash a party, a Comic Con party? Because like, oh, it's the IMDb party on a boat, and like, hell no, I wouldn't want to be there unless I ramped onto I went it there for the on a food. scooter. And sent yeah. the scooter flying into a punch bowl or something. Yeah, flew in there on a lime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on fire. <laughs> it shuts off right as it goes off the over the water. Oh, fuck! Your head is the side of the boat. <laughs> like like the, half the, the reels the, that you send me throughout the day. <laughs> the scooter lands on Kevin Smith. No! He's always at that thing. All right, Geeks Gavis, we're way off. We're on subject, but we're not. Who knows what we're doing? All I know is we're already delirious. We haven't even gotten to Comic-Con yet. Um, Logan has offered. He said, if I were going, I would 100% do it. He would ramp a lime scooter onto one of the party boats. Uh, well, that he was still talking about the P. Book your flight. We'll get you a badge <laughs> if you want to do that. Uh, next year. Next year, Logan, you're coming and you're ramping a scooter onto someone on a party boat. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of just yachts there, too, that like, could yeah. be a like they're no, long no, enough no, that like the yeah. scooter would be appreciated. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to get Logan killed at Comic-Con. Um, okay. Geekscape is an important thing. Follow all the social media so you can find Geekscape on because we're going to put some more stuff there, especially during the week of Comic-Con. Here on the podcast, the feed that you're listening to right now, well, probably not listening anymore. Uh, the feed you're listening to right now, 
we're gave up on Geekscape. We're gonna be putting. I can't give up on a man like Weezer. <laughs> uh, we're gonna put that stuff up here. So you're in the right place. We'll put a ton of content on the feed. It's it'll be like you were there, just not without with the scooter. Um, you can listen to Matt on the Horror Movie Night podcast and a million other podcasts here on the network. You can hear Derek once a year on his podcast and Dynamic Resolution once a twice a year on his podcasts. <laughs> They're video game related. Weeks. Once every two sometimes weeks, sometimes video game related. Yeah, sometimes Shane intervention related. Uh, but we we got the, tons of stuff here on the on the podcast network. All right, um, I love that we made Geekscape six 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 hell for the audience. It <laughs> um, appropriate. It's, it's a travesty we didn't record this sooner because I'm sitting here thinking that we definitely should have made a I gave up on Geekscape years ago t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's cool is I found a t-shirt printer who can do this stuff in less than a week Ooh. here in Los Angeles. Maybe maybe we should get a couple. Couple, I, uh, gave I gave up, up on Geekscape, Geekscape years ago. <laughs> Geekscape and Weezer. Dead to me. <laughs> you know what I like? Not Geekscape and Weezer. That's for sure. <laughs> all right, Geekscapists. Subscribe to the podcast. Share it with your friends. If you want to turn them into enemies. All that stuff. Uh, I think Matt's going to go eat dinner. Derek's definitely going to go eat dinner. I'm going to go eat dinner. We're going to Comic-Con. Ahead. We'll see you at booth 3919 on the floor next week. And uh, maybe you'll hear from us before then. Maybe not. But we love you lots regardless. All right. Peace, my friends. Bye-bye. Peace. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.